We are recording live our first video. <laughs> Janelle, you want to lead the way? <laughs> um, welcome to Young Adult Catholics. This is a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. <laughs> um, my name is Kathleen or Kayan. And I am Daniel. And um, before we begin and go into introductions, Daniel's just going to lead us in a Hail Mary. Yeah. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Blessed Mother, just thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you for uh, our young adult podcast. And just bless our conversations as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Mm-hmm. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, well, today's topic, what we're going to go into is, um, on my personal Instagram, I did a little poll of asking my followers, um, uh, what do you think of your family's opinions about your significant other? And does it matter to you? And what do your friends' opinions of your significant other matter to you? So those were just two questions out of the 14 I asked. Um, we're also going to give ourselves a little introduction, how we know each other. And yeah, this is our first podcast. So um, be kind to us because we're just trying out here. We usually talk with each other and that's what we'll explain in our background. And we just figured, hey, why not record ourselves, put it out there? Um, share our different opinions and the resources that we look at and yeah and also um we're probably gonna be eating during our podcast so don't mind us if it's, it's kind of like a mukbang too or something um yeah daniel do you want to want to start off of how we all know each other and then yeah actually tell us about you all right daniel i am uh 26 been catholic my whole life um just graduated a year ago from cal state fullerton i did graphic design I have my own business. It's called Cruise Culture. Um, I love being Catholic. I met these great people through a community called uh, YFC or Youth for Christ. And then Janelle hooked us up with jobs at SA Fullerton. We all worked at uh, information and services together. And that was the best job I've ever had. Um, it was so much fun. And uh, we just have a lot of really, really great conversations about God and life. Um, just about every day or whenever we could um monday through thursday monday through friday um and so that's how we met each other and that's what inspired this uh podcast is our conversations and we figure why not share with the people we love and people who we don't know either um i just want to clarify though um our community is in in the u.s it's called cfcy youth and that's because youth for christ is a trademark here but um, it's this ministry. It was started in the Philippines, but it's worldwide now in the Middle East, um, here, um, really pretty much many countries um, that you wouldn't even think of um, have it. And so here in America, we call it CFC Youth um, because CFC is the family ministry that's called Couples for Christ. Um, and then we were part of the youth portion. Um, we were part of the youth portion of it. Um, now we're in the young adult portion of it which is called sfc singles for christ that one's not trademark so we can say sfc but when it comes to the youth cfcy um i'll just 
go ahead and talk a little bit about myself and then I'll pass it on to Kian. But my name's Janelle. I am 24 years old. I am a registered nurse. <laughs> uh, just graduated from Cal State Fullerton as well um, in 2019. Um, again, I know um, Kian and Daniel from um, all our time in ministry and then we all worked together and I loved it. It was one of my, it was my favorite job. And I, I was actually my first job um, because we would just have really cool discussions in the back room, such as, um, such as like, what would you do if your child um, ended up having same sex attraction? And it was just like our different opinions. So um, I look forward to doing this just because we already talk about this stuff. So why not record it? All right. Passing it. Hi everyone, my name's Kayan. It's short for Kathleen Ann, in case y'all are curious why it's Kayan. Um, so I also graduated from Cal State Fullerton last year in 2019 with these two amazing Catholics right here. And as he said, we all used to work together at the same job at Fullerton and the TSU, the TSU, the Titan Student Union. And um, after graduation, I decided to go into grad school. I'm pursuing a master's in social work right now at USC. It's been amazing. <laughs> um, and even though we're all in so many different parts of our lives right now, where Janelle is a registered nurse and Daniel has his own um, business and I'm a grad graduate student, we've been keeping in touch still. And um, we didn't wanna let our conversations and after we graduated from Fullerton, we wanted to continue them um, as we still continue to pursue heaven together and continue to be brothers and sisters in Christ. So I hope you all enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy talking about these topics and um, growing in the faith. So yeah, join us in our journey. All righty. So um, I'm just going to go right into it. So I did a poll. Let me bring it up. Um, these are the results. So I asked, is your family's opinion of your significant other important to you? We had a total of 134 people say yes, 14 people say no. Um, if you want to know the female and male breakdown, about 94 females said yes, 40 males said no, 10 females said no. Wait, Four, 94 females said yes, and 40 males said yes. The no portion is 10 females said no, four males said no. Um, so we're going to talk about that one first, and we're going to go into our friends. But um, for you guys, is your family's opinion important to you guys about your significant other? I'm, I'm currently single. Daniel's currently single. Can is in a relationship. Um, so I feel like that should give some background about when we give our responses and stuff. I would definitely say that it matters to me. Um, me being especially an only child and growing up with my two parents, I wouldn't say we have the best relationship, but we're close enough where um, each other's opinions really do matter and really um, do make an impact on our relationships, whether it's friendships or um, romantic relationships. And because um, they're the ones who have raised me and they're the, they're the ones who have really pushed me to be a better Catholic and be a better person. I do think that their opinion of my significant other means a lot because it says a lot about 
Mian also says a lot about who they who they look for um, to end up with me someday. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, whoever I do end up with, um, whether it's marriage or whether it's just in a re- long-term relationship, um, I do believe that they would want the best for me. So I do think that their opinion matters a lot. What about when it comes to like extended family? Yeah, I was going to say that even with extended family, um, something that's really important to me is having my significant other meet my extended family from the get-go. Um, it, it just happened to happen the way that it did for me and my current boyfriend because um, when we, before we, while we were dating, um, my grandmother died. And so, like, we had the funeral and the viewing and everything. And from the get-go, he was invited. He was welcome to help out. He was actually one of the people who signed off on my grandma's will because he was a non-family member and you need a non-family member to do that. So, um, because of how he was already getting to know my family, even before meeting them, um, it was just a matter of time for him to like meet them in person. And as years have gone by, we've been together for almost five years now. Um, a lot of them have said very positive and very reaffirming things about him being my boyfriend. So, um, it doesn't just, it doesn't just matter in the sense of like I want them to get to know him but also matters in a sense that it boosts my confidence of being with him and staying with him if that makes sense so um it definitely matters especially because since I'm an only child I grew up very close to my cousins where they were basically like my own siblings if I were to have siblings and um because of how much I love them and how much I care about them I care about their opinions too Also, nice shirt. I didn't realize. A lot to it says a lot. Yeah. Um, Daniel, did you have any opinions on? Um, Daniel, don't be so awkward. Just chill. People are here. I'm trying to do my thoughts. My my brain is working slow right now. Um. So for sure. I have a small family, so it's not like I have that many opinions to hear, but yeah. the opinions do matter regardless uh, of the amount. Um, and we'll get into the, the next question, which is friends' opinion. Um, I have a lot of friends, so that does the weight's more different on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say the, the greatest opinion that matters in my family would be my mom, just because my mom's my best friend. And um, like, yeah, I don't want to disappoint her, but at the same time, like, I want to choose something that I want, and, you know, she has her vision of love and stuff like that, different lens, she grew up in a different time of love, um, so it's just, just different upbringings going to change your view, of course, um, but yeah, definitely my mom, my dad's way more relaxed, you know, doesn't really care, not in a bad way or a good way, but just like, it, it just is, is how he is. But my mom for sure will tell me. Um, but at the same time, my mom loves me enough to like if she, he or not he or she if she makes me happy. But for you guys, you know, he makes you happy. Like she just wants me to be happy. Um, and um, she knows I'm smart enough to 
desire someone who wants what's good for me, good for herself, good for family. So she, she trusts me enough to know that, you know, I'm going to bring a good woman into my life, whoever that is. Um, and so that's super important to know that, or it's great to know that my mom's super supportive still. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't want to disappoint either. Uh, just cause you know, um, who you marry is a one-time shot and you got to do it right. And it's just a huge, huge uh, thing to discern and pray about. Um, but yeah, definitely would be my mom. My siblings not as close. My dad's, you know, he'll support whoever comes into my life. Um, but yeah, I would say my mom for sure. My mom's opinion, just cause I love her so much. And, um, I want her to be happy with who I'm happy to be with. Yeah. I mean, from what you're saying though, like, I mean, it makes sense. Like your mom knows the kind of character you are. Yeah. And she's going to assume that you're going to bring someone into your life that isn't like all cracked out or something, you know? Like I don't, yeah, I don't think you bring something like that, but, um, oh, I was going to make a comment. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, something that like came to my mind while you're trying to think about that, <laughs> um, is like, I can see why you really care about your mom's opinion because um, the woman that you end up to be with and stay with um, will be the, be, will be another woman that you choose to love the yeah. same way that you choose to love your mom, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, like for your mom to say her approval or like what she thinks about who you end up with is another way of saying like, um, so this is the other woman that you choose to love and I'll choose to love her as well because I know that you love her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to put it, honestly. Oh, I was going to kind of laugh at, um, your part where you like, where you marry the one time thing. Not for us Catholics, but like, I mean, there's people who like around their marriage. Um, Joe Exotic, for example, I don't know how many marriages this guy has. I don't know if you guys watched Tiger King, but, was, oh, but I know yeah. it's crazy fool. The guy got married so many times. People just like don't treat it. But marriage is a whole we'll talk about later because that's gonna take too long. Yeah. Um me, my I really <laughs> care about my mom's opinion. Um not my dad so much, but then that's because you guys know like my relationship with my dad is not the best right now, so I could care less what he thinks. Um uh, just because I'm close to my mom. I, it's kind of similar to what you guys are saying, you know, like, um, like, a, to me, I'm really close with her. So I, I really care about that. But um, I think it's very circumstantial. Because for example, I have some cousins who, um, they're not Catholic, and they believe in a lot of different things. Um, and do their opinions really matter to me? Like, because they're, you know, my family? No, because I know that they haven't made very Catholic in their life where they don't even practice it. So um, I don't need unnecessary opinions of people who, who don't practice as much, you know, like, I don't know how else to phrase that. I'm not even gonna try to phrase that nicely, but um, it just, to me, it doesn't make sense to like fret over like one of my cousins who's like, who like is going to judge the other when it's like, yo, relax, miss. I cohabitated for years before getting married and I don't want kids and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, but my mom's opinion matters. My brother's does. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it'd be nice though. Like when you have a 
extended family, it'd be nice if they can at least like get along. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even with like family friends, because then why are you with the person? Okay, and you were gone and I was discussing this with Daniel, but um I um I know of someone who is engaged. Um and what this person's like close friends have told me is that no one's ever no one has met the the guy. And I'm like, what? Like, wouldn't you want to bring them around your family and your family friends to hang out and introduce? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It doesn't, especially like, I just feel like in my culture um, that you do that, you know, when you have like your family parties, when you have like your, your family friend's birthday party, like you would bring them along and you'd want people to know who your fiance is. But I don't know, not my relationship. So. I think also like regarding that it it depends um whether or not like who wants to be presented and who doesn't what what I'm getting at is like for example, I have this um one really close friend of mine who has been with her boyfriend for longer than I have. It's been on and off, but um they've been together for a while, and I've never met him yet. I've known this friend since I was two and I always bring up to her, like, you know, when am I going to meet her? I mean, when am I going to meet him? <laughs> when am I going to meet him? Because I know that you guys have this long history. I know how much you love him. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't I meet him? And she opened up to me that it's because he doesn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. about it. It's, it's her boyfriend's who isn't comfortable with it because of, I don't know, embarrassment or there's a lot of other factors, but um, he just doesn't feel comfortable about it. And I'm like, you know, one day when I get married, like, I need to meet who you're with in order for me to invite him. Because that's just the person that I am. Like, whoever I would end up inviting to my own marry to my own wedding, I would want it to be someone that I've at least met once, you know, especially if it's someone that um, has been dating someone that I care about very much. So I think it also depends on like who has the desire to not be presented to the family, I think. Wait, why is he uncomfortable? Um I think it has to do with his past and just um one thing has to do with maybe just being from a very different cultural background, because you know, sometimes race has to do with it or sometimes just like the culture has to do with it where like you come from a different family dynamic that it's not as um commonly embraced i guess i don't know it's i don't want to say too much because of confidentiality yeah. for my friend but um it has to do with personal reasons and no matter how many times I, that she's brought it up to him he just doesn't feel comfortable he says like okay yeah yeah eventually yeah I will I will but like as years pass by as months pass by like every time it's brought up it becomes an issue so then she ends up just disregarding it um but I do worry because I know that it's something that she cares about and she knows it's something that her loved ones care about um so yeah keep her in your prayers but yeah You guys want to move on to the second question? Or yeah. Any other yeah. comments, thoughts? All right. I feel like I feel like the family one's like straightforward, but yeah. I mean, from what I can 
No, yeah, from what I can assume, those who answered um, the family's opinion, the people who said no, I kind of like, some of them I know personally and some of them I know are not close to their family, which makes sense why you wouldn't really care about their opinion. Um, like for me, like I don't care about my dad's, but I care about my mom's. Um, oh, this toast, you know, this is getting, <laughs> sorry. Okay, um, so, are your friends' opinions about your significant other important to you? Um, so for yeses was 109 people, no was 31. Um, the the gender breakdown for yes female 73 for yes male 36 for no female 24 for no male 7 and one of the comments um i got which was actually pretty interesting was um so again the question was are your friends opinions about your significant other important to you this person responded yes and no yes it matters to a degree um yes like your friends opinions matter to a degree but also know because the guy also deserves my own opinions and own perspectives on how he treats me which makes sense because like your friends aren't dating your significant other you're the one dating your significant other so um personally i agree with that uh what are your thoughts what are your personal experiences um i'll go um uh, <clears throat> so yeah for sure i think as i've gotten older you know, I've been blessed to have a lot of friends, but then you realize, you know what, like, it's great to have a lot of friends, but truly you're going to have a small group of friends that like know you, love you, pray for you. Like they know you inside and out. Um, so before I used to want to please that big group and like, it was just in my mind. Uh, and now it's just like, as long as I'm pleasing myself and my family and that small group that truly knows me, not pleasing in terms of like I'm meeting what they want, but more of like they can see myself, see them with me and me with them. And more of like that person will help me to get to heaven as I can help them get to heaven. Um, so, yeah, to me now it's just that small group of friends that like, like obviously you guys and other group, other friends that I have that like, I know you guys have the best interest for me and you guys see that this person that's in my life wants what's best for me as well and just on this path to push me and I'm on the path to push them to just be great then that's all I need um so but yeah definitely it's just like it's really easy to um want to be a people pleaser and like satisfy everyone well you know what you're never gonna find the significant other that's gonna be like the perfect person that your your tita or your tío is gonna be like oh I love them and then you know, because there's always going to be someone who has something negative to say about someone in your life. <laughs> so, yeah, um, at this point right now, it's just I, I listen to those who I trust and those who have the best interests for me, who care about me the most. And that's what I value the most. And, uh, um, yeah, just listening to the people who love me the most, really, and the, the, the friend group that loves me the most. That's the best way to put it. <clears throat> For me, um, I also care about, like, the opinions of those who, like, love me the most because I know that the people who love me the most will be the ones who will be the most upfront with me um, because I don't want everything to always be sugar-coated, you yeah. know? I feel like it's easy for um, 
people to do that. But um, what I've noticed, at least in my relationship, is that those who are most upfront with me at least point out the things that I do recognize needs to be improved on. And because not every relationship is perfect, um, it's important to have people who help you recognize that too. Not that you should always focus just on their opinions, because I know that I've fallen into that sometimes, or like when someone says one thing about my relationship, I start overthinking it. Um, But more in the sense that um, the people who do point out things about my relationship, I know that they care about um, what's best for me. And something that um, I just remembered from one of my psychology classes before, it was social psychology. There was a study on um, these newly, like these new relationships, basically, these new couples. And they did interviews not just with the people who are in the relationships, but also the people who are most important to those couples, to those family members, to those friends, you know, Um, or I mean, the family members are the friends who are most important to that couple. And, you know, for every single relationship, like in the very beginning, you feel like you're going to be together forever, right? That's how almost all relationships are. But um, in the interviews, like those friends and those families were very straight up and like, said how long, because they were asked, like, how long do you think they're going to last? Like, how long do you think that relationship is going to last? And then after a year later, they would interview them again, interview the couple again and see like if they're still together or not. And to see basically how accurate it is of those um, people's opinions of the relationship. And what um, some of them would say is all like, I think they're just going to last maybe half a year, maybe, maybe a year, but I think nothing beyond that or like things like that. And by the end of the study, most of the most of the depictions of those family members and those friends were more accurate than the people who are in the relationship and it's because the people in those relationships tend to have a blind eye to yeah. what's really going on in the relationships right because when you're an observer of the relationships they see it from a perspective that may not easily be caught on by the people in the relationship um so personally, that's one of the reasons why also I think that the opinions of my friends and family are important um, because based on that study, that already tells me that um, because they look out for the best for me, they ha- probably have somewhat of an accurate depiction of how long me and my relationship will last. Um, not that I should 100% depend on that, but it definitely has some impact. Um, and also because, like, I know for me being in a relationship, like, I want to please my, the friends of my significant other, you mm-hmm. know, because I know that my significant other cares about them and loves them too. And it got to the point where there was this one time when um, I was on this trip to San Diego with, it was literally my boyfriend and, like, like six of his closest friends. Um, in his mechanical engineering program. And I would try to please them by like cracking up jokes or laughing super hard. Cause if anybody who knows me, like I laugh super hard and it makes people laugh too. And like, 
I would try so hard, but I realized at the end of the trip that there was one friend that I guess I didn't please fully. And it was driving me crazy because I felt like I was so nice to her and I was doing my best because I know she was like the best friend of my significant other. But what I had to understand is like, you know, I come from a very different background from her. We're not, she's not Catholic and not just that she's not Catholic, but like we just don't have the exact same values, you know? So there are going to be some differences still. And I just had to come to the realization that like, I can't please everybody, but I can still do my best by being me and like still loving the person that I'm with as much as I can. Um, so yeah, I feel like it went on a tangent, but um, yeah, that's what I think. I think uh, I had I had a vision of like um, <clears throat> I kind of feel like we're in the movie, aka we're in a relationship, me and my girlfriend, right? Just example, like we're we're the characters in the movie, but our significant our family members, our friends are the ones at the movie theater watching us on the big screen, and so they can see they can already kind of predict how the movie's gonna end but the characters don't know what's going to happen. And so that can happen with us where it's like, well, we don't know what's happened, but the people outside can already have an idea of how this movie's going to end, AKA the relationship might end, or, you know, it can continue to marriage. Um, especially with uh, parents or uncles and aunts who've already, you know, gone through that where they've already been married and they've been through their own personal relationships to see like the signs of like, all right, like you and your boyfriend and girlfriend, I, that's what I used to do with my ex, and now we're not together anymore. So they can see the signs ahead of time. Um, so they just have a better point of view. And then not even just from an uncle, aunt, or not even from my parents, but our friends who have their own personal experiences and relationships, they can have a, the hindsight to see, like, they, they can observe and they can see, like, hey, like, you know, this is not a good sign. And you're already, in, like, only two months into your relationship, and you guys are already fighting this much. Yeah, you probably you guys gonna last another month at most. I just think of it like a movie, you know, movie goer, actual characters in the movie. We can just have a better vision and like view of the whole grand scheme of things. And uh, yeah, love can be blinding at times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you can get totally blinded by love. It'd be funny if we made like that whole cam what you were saying like this that whole interview thing like mm -hmm. questionnaire whenever someone gets in a relationship hey everyone fill this out um we're gonna revisit it in six months i've been wanting to do that <laughs> there's times yeah. that i'm like oh my gosh if i if only i could do this with one of my friends or one of my cousins so that they could just see how wrong they are sometimes but sometimes that's my own pride but yeah i mean we could be pretty ballsy and put that out there hey if y'all if y'all really want to test your relationship, why don't you get your friends and family to fill out this questionnaire about your relationship right now? I think it's scary if they did it to you, man. I, I would you want to know the answers? Like, gosh, that'd be scary. I think I wouldn't want to know the names. Well, oh, but maybe the number. Yeah. Oh, 18 months. I'm like, all right. Well, that's probably my mom. You know, you can yeah. just start guessing. I just feel like if you're so secure and you know and you know that that person is like your vocation like your future spouse i feel like those questionnaires wouldn't matter yeah. however however i feel like those who would take the questionnaire seriously 
adults would be people that are already having like a hint of yeah. hesitancy with the person or doubt. So mm-hmm. I know I think it'd be good. Um, I think going off of that, <clears throat> that's good. I think it it has nothing but good because either it'll affirm or it'll affirm in both ways. Affirm of like this is who your your vocation is, who you should be with, or affirm of like I already had doubts, and this is just kind of adding to the doubts, and this should be a sign that this is just not going to work out. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Because what do you, I mean? We'll probably talk about this in more um, episodes, but like, what do we talk about? Like, if you if you think you're settling. You probably are like if you if that already crosses your mind. Yeah, but I mean I don't know where I gotta find because I feel like people just quote that a lot. So cliche. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to answer this real quick, friend. Yeah, well, actually, no. You guys kind of got it. Like I feel the same way. You get you can get blinded by love, and you would need your friend's opinions. Um, I mean, I share the whole assurance thing. Man, I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. Um, oh, sorry. By the way, podcast people, I look like a zombie because I work nights. Um, I actually. Um, I'm so glad Kayan woke me up by calling me or else I would have, I would have wasted this whole day sleeping in. Um, what was I going to say about friends? Opinions? I have like a, I have groups of close friends, um, who like, I mean, and, and if you want to really term it, like, I feel like I have bubbles of best friends. They don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's just like people I, I really like and keep close to me, you know, like my personal stuff. And for me, their opinions matter, the whole blind thing. Um, but also because they just help me through. Because I overthink as a girl, woman, like as women, we I think we overthink a lot. When as for men, it's like very straightforward. I mean, but that's the beauty of uh, male and female, you know. Um, what how we were created and like the different things that we feel. Um, I just I think for me, what, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know what pisses me off. My friends who, like, have something to say about my significant other, but they don't say it. Yeah. Like, in my previous relationships, relationship, um, I had some friends who had, like, some comments, but they were like, oh, I just didn't want to tell you. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, where I'm at a point in my life where I'm about to possibly be engaged and married to this person. Like, this is a vocation. Like, this is my discernment. And you're just going to sit back and let me be blinded. Um, obviously, like, through my own pray, prayer process, like, I discerned that it wasn't for me. But, um, like, why couldn't my friends tell me earlier and save me the heartache? I don't know. That was just my thing. Like, I, I just feel like if you're going to be a true and honest friend, you should speak up and say like comment because you know we're not mind readers um I, I i feel like as long as you have your friend's best intentions like if it's not ill if it's not because you're jealous because they're dating someone or mm-hmm. they took time away from you now your dynamic change like um i feel like saying your comment should be necessary yeah, yeah. yeah i mean why let your friend go down a path that's not meant for them you know yeah Imagine the, the the saving of heartache because that's gonna happen regardless. But I, I know you know that. But more of like, you know, yeah, just like tell me like, hey, like I'm ready to take the next step. Don't let me take the next step blindly. Yeah. Or, you know. So just, and I get the other side of like, you know, they don't want to feel like they're imposing too much on your relationship and they don't know everything. You know, maybe they're coming from yeah. that view. But at the same time, there should be enough like 
openness to tell your friend like hey this is how i feel about your boyfriend or your girlfriend like i just want you to let you know you can do whatever you want with the information but at least like show them i don't know it's like with our faith right it's like when we come to evangelizing show them the truth and then let them do whatever they want with the truth that's true and i just feel like you know your friend's values because you've seen them grow up, right? Like, Cam, like, I know your values. Daniel, I know your values. So, of course, if you guys are going to date someone, well, Cam, you're in a relationship. So, that's, Daniel, <laughs> if you're going to date someone and I already know that they're not going with your values, that's when I'll say something. Um, and that's why I totally understand. Like, you don't want to overstep. But at the same time, um, you really know your friends from, like, a different perspective. And it's not necessarily overstepping, but I feel like if you're in a, if you're in a friendship where you guys are mature and can communicate, um, then you can be able to say your concerns or your comments without it being a friendship breaker. Mm -hmm. That's what I did like the other week. Um, there's a friend who I just has, have a little concern about the person that this person is dating. Um, and it's, um, I don't know why I was holding back because in my mind I was like, oh, whatever. Like at the end of the day, they're going to get married to this person. Like my opinion doesn't matter. I'm just a friend on the side. But then um, someone else told me, like was encouraging me, no, like your opinion matters, Um, you know, and you can be mature and communicate. And so I did that. And this person received my comments um, very openly. Also, also defended their position, which was, Obviously, people have the right to defend their position, yeah. um, but it was just good because we got to a better understanding. But again, um, it, that was like a mature um, conversation that not many people can have. Yeah, I think the good thing about that, too, is in doing that, you deepen your friendship with that person because it shows a sign of love, of care that like, hey, like, yeah. I'm willing to come up to you and tell you how I feel because I love you. I just want you to know what I'm seeing. And then they, you know, they can take it positively or they can take it negatively. Obviously, your friend took it, it seemed positively. And, you know, you did your part. And that's off your heart now. And that's how on, on, on them to just take what they've heard from you and just, you know, discern, continue to discern what this, what the relationship is for them. Yeah, definitely. We're going to spend the next five minutes, everyone, um, calling out everyone we don't think should be in relationships. relationship. So, uh, <laughs> imagine. Um, everyone, so please bring out your list. Let's go ahead. This is for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let me get my list. <laughs> I um, yeah. But I'll be honest. There's some people I'm not close to. I'm not going to call them out. Like, I'm not close to you. You gotta have a relationship with someone. Yeah, that's, you need a, that's what I was gonna say also. Like, you need to have a relationship with them to be able to be upfront about that. Because if it's like, for example, like a friendship that you're still cultivating and like you already overstep, I guess, and already like say something straight out without um, really knowing how they're gonna feel after it, like it, that'll just ruin a relationship right there like a friendship right there so um it definitely like matters the way you communicate it definitely the way that you um present your case also because you don't want to just seem like it's all about me like you want to make sure you take into account like 
what they may be going through or what they may go through um, after receiving the information or the opinion about it. But um, yeah. <laughs> I had a question for you guys. Sorry, Can you just you just brought something up in my mind. So we're all Catholics, right? We're devout Catholics, practicing Catholics. Um, you wait, what? Young adult. Okay. Um, do you guys like personally for me, I have some friends in relationships that, um, I don't think are good for them, holy or true, but because of my Catholic standpoint and it's because of my Catholic reasoning, I can't say anything about it because they're not practicing Catholics. Do you like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you guys have friends like that too? Cause I'm, I'm a bit lost. Cause I understand like the God is pretty straightforward with his commandments, right? Um, his commandments are very straightforward. Like his truth, like he is the way, the truth and the life. And he doesn't, he doesn't stutter. Like he says it, that's the truth in the Bible. Um, and so a part of me is kind of like, okay, well, I'm here to help save souls, not friendships, but at the same time, God asks us to evangelize to others and be the gospel to them. You know, have you guys heard that quote? Like, you may, sorry, my traffic is loud around here, but you may be the go only gospel your friend hears. Yeah. I just want to hear your thoughts on that because, yeah. I mean, so I've been in a lot of positions similar to that um, where um, I've been grateful where even though like certain friends know my stance on like topics and stuff like what I what I learned is very important is to at least um not forcefully do it but like make known what your beliefs are and your values are and like it's up to your friends to still choose whether or not to come to you for advice or for your opinion about like anything going on in their relationship or their lives um and if they want to hear your opinion, then that's great. But if not, then, like, yes, it's important to evangelize, but also it's important to um, take into account who you're evangelizing to. I hope that makes sense. Like, um, for example, like, I have a friend who isn't, she, she claims to be Catholic, but she's not fully practicing and like there are times when like out of curiosity she would still ask me certain questions that could relate to the faith and like it wouldn't be me forcing down her throat like what I believe but rather it would be me just explaining and um going on further about like what she's curious about and that in that way already is an evangelization is a way of evangelizing the truth um so I know like for me, I have a control problem. I love being in control, at least in like, when it comes to helping people that I love the most, I try to give all the resources that I can. I try to tell them everything so that they could make the right informed decision. But even though I do all those things, like in the end, it's not up to me for them to make the choice. They have to come to the conclusion they have to come to the decision themselves so like I do like making them making sure that they're informed but if it's unwanted and unwelcome um that's where like the quote comes into play where it's like preach um 
preach when necessary and if necessary use words you know that's where like the quote comes into terms of um you may be the only bible that they ever read you know so like while it's still important to evangelize evangelizing doesn't always mean um saying everything from your mind and your heart and all that stuff un unless it's like welcome yeah going off of that i thought of um like there's a sports term it's kyr know your role and then i thought of another one like know your relationship and lastly know your audience so like know who you're talking to know the relationship that you have with that person and know your role in that relationship like whether it's a mentor whether it's a brother or sister and then know your audience in terms of like their faith you know um so really meet them where they are and I, I just, when you were talking, Kayan, I was thinking like you're saying you want to be in control and like really love and give the person you love all the necessary means to grow. Um, and I immediately thought, how does God treat us? God, that's how he treats us. He wants to like love us, right? But he gives us the free will to choose to come to him or not. And, and so really all you can do, and this is just, I think the best way you should approach it. It's just live and be that example and love and don't be pushy. Like just by you being who you are, being a, a Christ-centered person, being a person of prayer and praying for that person, conversion and whatever it is, praying that they see the truth, that's all you should do and that's all you can do because, I mean, we're, we have our own experiences in terms of evangelizing. And it's like with anything, right? Think about like a person is coming to your front door trying to sell you knives like you're just gonna like no sorry and then close the door on them right no one wants to be sold anything so especially religions like super touchy for most people they don't want to be like oh i don't care about jesus i don't care about god so if you just treat them as a person and their personhood and just love them as a friend then you can start sprinkling jesus here and there but you first got to establish that friendship build and that takes years and times and maybe might they might not ever might not ever see it come to fruition that friendship but you know you did your part in terms of prayer perseverance and patience in that in that person's journey towards christ hopefully um so know again know your role in that relationship know the relationship know the audience and treat them as christ treats us which is yes christ wants the best for them wants them to love christ and christ to love them but you just got to be patient, you know, and I, I just, that's how I am with my brother. I want him to come back to the faith, but I'm not going to be pushing be like, Hey bro, go to Sunday mass. Like, you know, you need to, like, I'm not going to tell him that. I just pray that he comes back to the church, pray to St. Monica and, you know, just be that example of Christ, you know, uh, whether it's like, I'm not going to be pushy to my brother or any friends who've fallen away from the faith, but I'm going to, talk about how good God's been in my life on my social media or stuff like that. And like, he'll see it, you know, and maybe, maybe one day they'll be like, all right, why is my brother so happy all the time? Why is my brother always spending so much time on these retreats at church talking about God? Like why, why, why? And then they'll start asking me questions and that's where I can bring in Christ. Yeah. I think you touched on like something very big was the whole prayer thing. Cause that's really, at the end of the day, like, um, it's only by the grace of God that we're able to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, prayer is very big. 
um, keeping people in their, um, in our prayers, like as they go in their relationships, um, especially because, sorry, especially because at the end of the day, we just want to see them go to heaven. Yeah. I'd like to see all my friends go to heaven. Um, but as, we, as Catholics, we know that we believe in hell and heaven. And so the gate is, the, there's a narrow gate to get into heaven. I forgot what Bible verse that one is, but um, yeah. I think that's very prevalent. Matthew. I have to remember. <laughs> I remember giving a talk on it and I'm like, I know it's in Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Catholic, sorry. You got to do better. My voice her Bible verses because I know so many, but I don't know where it is. Um, with that being said, if we don't have any other comments, we're going to wrap up our first episode because um, we're going to tackle more questions later on. But um, yeah, feel free. Please, 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 your thoughts, your comments. If you want to be a guest on our podcast, um, let us know. Yes. Um, again, our standpoint, we are young adult Catholics for the young adult Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's why we talk about our opinions and comments now. But uh, we just want to end it with um, in prayer. So Daniel, you can end this in prayer. Unless you guys have any other comments you want to Dan? I'm good. All okay. good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's remind ourselves of our good God in the name of the Father and the Son and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, just thank you for a beautiful conversation. Uh, thank you again for a beautiful day. Thank you for the many blessings, the ones that we're grateful for, the ones that we don't appreciate. We just still give you thanks for them. And this is us just giving you thanks for um, our faith, giving you thanks for our relationship with you giving you thanks that uh, we know that you're the way, the truth, and the life, and that simply we want others to find Jesus in their life so that it can bring light to other people's worlds. Um, just thank you for this first episode. Um, we just pray that people can learn something out of this every time, that you can just continue to grow in people's hearts. And um, we just pray for every single person who's watching this. Um, just thank you, Lord, for the people who we have in our lives who support us. And uh, we just pray for a great conversation next time. As we say, glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was beginning, now and ever shall be. And amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All right. Yuck. Yuck. And the recording, Daniel. Woo-hoo. All right. Woo-hoo.